Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Today in Sports. As you all know, my name is JP, and like I am always, I'm accompanied by my good friend, Anthony. Anthony, my guy, how are you doing today? Great. The finals are set to start. A lot of stuff going on in the sports world. Set to start is an understatement. They actually start in 29 minutes. We got a late start today, Anthony. Um, uh, we we kind of like put this episode off for a while, unfortunately. So I think we're going to miss like the first five minutes of the first quarter. But that's OK. Today in sports is more important than the NBA finals. And that's a fact. So but before we dive into the NBA finals, you're going to talk about the conference finals, which were a bit interesting. Um, each series had a bit of twists and turns. We're going to start off in the Eastern Conference. Um. So it was the Hawks and the Bucks. Um, the Bucks won in six. I think I predicted that. Um, I don't know about Anthony. I think he did as well. Um, but I think I said ta- Bucks and five. Bucks and five. Bucks and five. Okay, same thing. You picked the Bucks, but there was a couple talking points in this series. If I'm, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Bucks went up two to one, mm-hmm. and they did. They did, and. Trey Young got injured on the referee's foot. He steps on the referee's foot and he has a bone bruise. And um his and he misses the next two games of the series. The Hawks get it done in game four, tie up the series 2-2. And then in game five, was was it game four that game four, Giannis went down. Giannis went down. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of lost right now. Giannis went down in game four and hyperextended his knee. And he missed games five and six, but luckily the Bucks wrapped it up and got it done. They advanced to their first NBA final since the seventies and um, they did it. So Anthony, what are your thoughts on this series? Um, I was very concerned for the Bucks. I actually, to start, I was, I was pretty confident the Bucks were like Charles Barkley saying they were going to win the game four and five. So they finish it on five with Giannis. And Giannis goes down, and I get very concerned because, obviously, Giannis is a great player in this league, superstar. Anthony, Anthony, I I hate to interrupt you, but we have breaking news on today in sports. Ladies and gentlemen, Giannis Antetokounmpo will be playing game one of the NBA Finals, according to Sham's NBA. Wow, wow, wow. I hate to interrupt you there, Anthony. Because you were just big going news. out. This big news. Big news. I mean, you're just talking about how you feel bad for Giannis. And before you went on that little spiel, I wanted to interrupt you. But continue. Well, that's huge news for the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo is playing in game one of the NBA Finals. Anthony, continue. So, yeah. um, I was very concerned for the Bucks after Giannis went down. Because, obviously, like I said, he was a superstar in this league. So important to that team. But then... In game five, you see Brooke Lopez finally not shooting 35-footers and attacking the basket with his seven-foot height. And then you have Chris Middleton playing smooth and Drew Holiday, who has had a circus-like playoffs on the offensive end. Some games will be very good. Other games, like game seven against Brooklyn, will be four of 20. But 
those last two games, Drew Holiday distributing the ball, getting to the basket, things did open up, and the ball moved a little bit better without Giannis. And then Giannis is a great player, and the Bucs are a better team without Giannis, but they might be a more sound team, if that makes sense, a more smooth team without him, and they were able to um, really run their offense nicely in games five and six. And obviously with Trey being down the Hawks, that's the guy who creates a lot of their shots. Um, they had trouble putting the ball in the basket. But overall, very impressive for the Bucs. And it was important that they broke through this year for sure. Because if not this year with, you know, the Nets going down all that stuff, it would have really hurt probably after all the recent disappointments. But yeah, credit to the Bucs. Um, still not crazy on Budenholzer as a coach. I really thought um, he's had his moments where um, even in game six, they're taking threes up 20 seven minutes to go for I don't know why but <laughs> hey that they they won the series and that's that's the main thing it's got to win, win win games that's what they did I mean I I, I agree with you um coach Boone Holzer I'm former coach of the year but I had my concerns after Giannis went down I really had my I, I really just didn't think they would be able to do it, and that's that's shocking coming from it. Me. Also, it also helped us because we were we were thinking the Trey injury was as bad as it was. So it really looked like Trey was not even close to one hundred percent. Like even in Game Six when he played, he was just like he 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 was off. It wasn't himself. So he it gave it all. Out. He gave it all he had. Props to the yeah, guy. He did. He did. He didn't. He didn't have to play. Like he was not near one hundred percent. Um, and I want to talk about um Nate McMillan. That he's just announced as the permanent head coach. What a job he did! He wasn't even the head coach to start. Like I think oh, Anthony yeah. mentioned in a previous episode, took over and he led this team to new heights that they could have never imagined. And also Cam Reddish. Wow, this guy looking like he's finally finding his groove in the league. Had a great series. Um, and props to the Hawks, man. I think um everyone was rooting for them a little bit. Um, I personally wanted the Bucks to win because I'm a big Giannis fan. I love the guy. How can you oh, yeah. not? But um. Props to the Hawks after a great season. But, um, yeah, back to your point about, like, you know, the Bucs, um, how they handled without Giannis. I just felt like they played with a little bit more freedom. They didn't feel like they had the obligation to pass Giannis the ball, um, you know, at every given possession. They, I, I really felt the guy who was affected the most was Drew Holiday because Drew Holiday was able – because Drew Holiday is more of a finisher at the basket rather than shooter from the outside – so you saw him, he was attacking the basket. Same with Brooke Lopez. Instead oh, yeah. of Brooke, like I've always said watching the Bucks, why is Brooke Lopez standing 35 feet away from the basket at seven feet tall? And he's getting under the basket. He's getting a bunch of dunks and putbacks and Bobby Portis plays. Another thing where Boone and Holzer, I don't know what he was doing in previous games, not playing Bobby Portis as he brings out. so much to the table as a glue guy. Oh, yeah. But – yeah, you got to give them a lot of credit. And then with the Hawks, I have a hot take offseason. So with the Hawks, I think you're in a situation right now, um, the way the salary works out and everything and how many – like you're really deep in, in Atlanta. A lot of guys. I think if Bradley Beal's up for sale, which he oh. might be. GM Anthony, everybody. GM Anthony on Today in Sports. Breaking I might have to throw Bogdanovich – some other players in there, and go get myself Bradley Beal. Because I think that takes you over the hump. 
because then you have Trey Young and Bradley Beal. Then you're really talking about being serious in the Eastern Conference. Because okay, I don't okay. know. Next year, I think the Celtics will be a lot better. I think the Bucks will be good. The Sixers, if they can figure out Ben Simmons, get a trade out for him or if he plays more up to his level, they'll be there because Joel Embiid's obviously great. And then you have the Nets, obviously, if they're healthy. I don't really know where the Hawks sit. They're probably, again, the fifth, sixth best team. Yeah. But can I interrupt? Let me interrupt. You're in more contention. Let me interrupt you, Anthony. I 100% agree with you, but I think you got to keep Clint Capella. That guy is, he's underrated. Capella Capella is a guy 100% he stays. He's, in my opinion, one of the more underrated players in this league with what he does defensively rebounding because there's not many guys that just do that. Like, you may say, well, this guy's seven feet tall, his presence, all that. All I know is Capella, he goes out there and he does it. And there's not a lot of guys that just go out there and do it on a night-to-night basis. And he does it. And I would keep him 100%. But the Hawks have an issue. Like, you have so many guys, I think, at some positions. Like, you have Reddish, Hunter. You know, you have Bogdanovich and um, Herder. Like, the list goes on. Like, you can get rid of a couple of those guys, throw in some picks and stuff. Maybe if you need to get a third team involved, but I would give give a shot acquiring Bradley Beal. I really think that puts you in a position where you have one of the better backcourts in this league, obviously, and you have another star alongside Trey Young. Because I felt like with the Hawks, yeah, you have Trey Young, but you have a lot of nice players. You don't really have another star. In this league, you're gonna have to have another star to aid your star. If that makes sense. You, you gotta you gotta have star power. It's a star built league. So it, if I were the Hawks, I would look into it. Atlanta's taking. Atlanta's looking like a nice city to. Sorry to interrupt you again, Anthony, yeah. but Atlanta's looking like a nice city to play in right now. You got the celebrities yeah. on the. You got celebrities on the sideline. You got you know Trey Young. You got who's young and he just bursted onto the scene this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll ask you a question about Trey Young later. About um, I was going to mention John John Collins. John Collins, Collins. you got to keep him. You got to keep. Contract is going to be something to look for. You got to keep him. Asking for Max. Yeah. A max. You think? I don't know if he's worth that. I really don't. Maybe if the Hawks think he's worth that, I don't know. I personally wouldn't offer that type of money up. Me neither. But you're gonna have to you're gonna have to figure that situation out. If you don't re-sign John Collins, who are you filling in? Because he was crucial to this team this year. He was one of Trey's best lob threat guys. You know, brought athletic. He, he was a stable piece. One of their very good players. He had a lot. They had a lot of good players this year, but he was one of them. And it's gonna be really interesting to see how they handle it with um, John Collins and you have to hope they don't overpay because that would be in my opinion the wrong move I, I maybe try to negotiate with him a little bit but that's going to be something to watch for that that decision with John Collins so we'll we'll see like I, I don't I also I don't think he's worth the max contract but you got to keep him in my opinion but I think if it comes to having Bradley Beal you might have to get rid of him like Bradley Beal's Bradley was a top tier guard in the league, and you're not you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna get him with with giving up pocket change. You got to give up a valuable piece, which might include John. Trade with the Wizards, possibly, because if you get rid of Bradley Beal, the cap space might be there to where they can sign John Collins to that max he wants, but you can get yourselves Bradley Beal in return. That that is that is true, but I I don't I just don't think John Collins is worth that money yet. I he agree. Could be. And- he could be. He, he could end up being that type of player. But in my opinion, you got to use your money and your assets correctly here. 
you have so many good players on the team, but you need another star to aid Trey Young, especially next year, where I think Boston, like I said, is going to be a lot better. Philadelphia is going to have Joel Embiid, possibly somebody else other than Ben Simmons or Ben Simmons, whatever the case may be. The Nets are going to obviously have all three of their guys back. And then you're going to have um, – it, it's, it's going to be hard next year in the East. You're going to have the Bucks. that's what I meant to say, with the honest, but – the Hawks, this is a very important offseason for the Hawks because right now I think they're the fifth best team at best in the East next year. Because I really do think I have faith in Boston being a lot better next year. So it should be very interesting. But this is a great season for Atlanta. Like, this put them on the map. Um, maybe you can sign some free agents now. It looks a lot more attractive now because, God, Trey Young had a hell of a playoffs. Is Trey Young a top five point guard? Right off the bat, after you saying that. Oh, man. We've been having this debate forever. I personally – now, maybe the people have seen this, but a lot of people think already Trey Young is a better number one option than Kyrie ever was in his career. Now, I agree with that. Like, you, can't, you can't argue. Kyrie and Boston did not go good. Kyrie and Cleveland before LeBron didn't go great. Kyrie last year in Brooklyn by himself didn't go great. He got injured. Kyrie, Kyrie's a nice complimentary player, in my opinion. He's a second option, a second star. He's not a number one because I, I just don't think he has that ability. Like, certain guys just are not bred that way to be that number one, and I don't think he's that. So, if, let's say I, I, I'm starting a team, like, kind of like the Hawks. Would I rather have Trey Young or Kyrie Irving? I'd much rather have Trey Young. That's just me because I think Trey Young elevates his guys more than Kyrie Irving because Kyrie Irving is going to go get you points. But Trey Young's going to make other routes around them better. So, okay, I personally so- would say Trey's top five, but you can obviously say Kyrie. Like, I, this is current, obviously, too. Like, I'm not going to say Trey Young's had a better career. Like, obviously, Kyrie's won a ring. He, he won the clutches shots ever. Sure. So, you can you can make a case of it. I personally need Trey, but you can, you can say Kyrie's better. Okay, so, you can't say top five without saying people in front of him. So, let's, let's go. We got Stephen Curry, obviously. Got Luca. Mm-hmm. What's this in front of Trey? Dame. Dame. Um, are we counting James Harden as a point guard? If you want it, if you want it, you can, but I don't know. Like, if you count it, I think he's four or five, Trey Young. Four or five. I can't put Russ ahead of Trey Young. I can't right now. Not now. I mean, I don't even know if I can put Chris. Chris Paul's been great. Maybe you could put Chris Paul at. Five or four? Are we talking like all time? We're not talking all. We're talking right now, currently. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to say James Harden is a point guard, but then it just comes down to Kyrie Irving and Trey Young. <sighs> then, But then Kyrie's a two. You're calling James Harden the one. That is true. So that's um, technically... Technically, they call him a shooting guard now because you're, you're running James Harden at the one. Personally, I, I think he's top five because at his position, the way he led the Hawks this year, I don't know if Kyrie's capable of doing that. I really don't because in Boston, it never materialized. In Cleveland, never materialized. In Brooklyn, last year before he got injured, never really materialized. I really just don't think Kyrie's that type of player. Like, he's a great number two, one of the best number two, probably maybe the best number two in the Sure. Just because of his ability to get a bucket at any time, to handle everything, top tier. But 
But as a one, which is which is um what Trey Young is playing at right now, he's he's the guy in Atlanta. I find what he's doing more impressive. I think you can slot even Trey Young as a number two, and um he could find the same success as Kyrie Irving. I just like Trey Young's game better when it comes to elevating others. Um, it's debatable for sure. I don't know why I haven't hundred percent hopped on the Trey Young trend. I like the guy a lot as a person and as a player. I agree, and this is current too. The current can change. I just think this run, it's it's a great run by the Hawks, but hasn't proven enough to me that he's a top five point guard in this league. I need to see it, uh, in my opinion, because Trae Young didn't have a great regular season. I think, I think the Hawks, as long as Trae Young's, there's a perennial playoff team. I think that's kind of established now. They're I agree. In the playoffs every year, whatever the case may be, they'll win a series very often. Most years, rather than that, they'll be in, they'll be winning a series, possibly two. Maybe they have the one year where they can make the final. Like I think that's what you're gonna be seeing from the Hawks now. I think they've built it up in the East. Um, but yeah, we'll obviously come back to this. It could change over time, but that's that's kind of what I go with right now. Okay, I I'm I'm not even gonna argue with you. I I, I put him. I'm gonna edge Kyrie. I'm gonna edge Kyrie Irving. But if Trey Young performs at that kind of level that he did in the playoffs during the regular season next year. I can easily put him above Kyrie Irving. It's a shame with Kyrie Irving too, because I think if um if he from a personality standpoint and just like as a teammate and everything, like if he was just smoother in that sense, I think like his talents are out off the charts. He's one of the most talented players ever. Seriously. Arguably one of the, arguably the best dribble ever. Dribbler ever. You can make a case. Probably for the that. best ball handler. Yeah. You can make a case for that. And just pure talent, he's obviously there unbelievably talented but just sometimes it's off the court things like even the Nets getting frustrated now kind of listening to offers for him it says a lot like I think things went downhill with Kyrie Irving a little bit and that, that's I think it's bitter in a lot of people's um a lot of people's rear view which is why they mean Trey a little bit but e- either way either way they're both great about the same like it's such a fractional difference you can go any you can go either way um but in conclusion i don't want to spend too much time on the topic in conclusion trey young is in contention to be a top five point guard and he's going to be here for years to come mm-hmm. so for sure anthony that's going to round at our eastern conference box and six they advance to the nba finals starting in 10 minutes yep. let's move on to the west Suns in six, baby. The Phoenix Suns defeat the LA Clippers in six games, which me and Anthony both got on the dot. Um, Anthony, the Suns are in the finals for the first time since the Charles Barkley era in the 1990s. Yeah, let's freaking go. This is the team I've been rooting. I've been rooting for the Suns, you know. Um, I, I'm a big Devin Booker guy. I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm a Suns fan. I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a Pistons fan. But you know, I I, I love Devin Booker. I'm happy for Chris Paul, but Kawhi Leonard, of course, um, was absent during this series. Um, and they, they it just proved to be too much. Um, they just couldn't get it done, and I I don't blame them in any way. Paul George had a phenomenal um playoffs. 
of course, in that game too, I believe it was, missed those two free throws at the end of yeah. the game. And, you know, the game winning dunk by Aiden, they, they, they were very unlucky. And, you know, Paul George put his heart out. Um, Patrick Beverly was a menace, um, as he usually is, and didn't benefit the game in any way, but still was gotten to the other team's head. But I don't want to really, I don't want to spend too much time on this. Just the Suns one and six, and they're advancing to the finals. And Chris Paul, for the first time in his career, gets to the finals. Anthony, your thoughts? Yeah, so this series was very entertaining, largely due to Patrick Beverly's antics. You know, he's, you know, he's breaking. Can I just say? Can I? Can I just say I just can't stand the guy. I'm sure you're. I'm sure a lot you're, of people don't. A lot of people. I'm not the biggest fan of him. You know, he's like he, he's pushing Chris Paul in the back. Like he's doing all these things. Like he he does a lot for not being that good of a player. I mean, seriously speaking, like he he's lucky to give you more than three points a game. But three um, points. Really, really speaking, the main takeaway I have from this is. Stephen A. was talking about this himself. I'm starting to really question how worth it Kawhi Leonard is at this point. Okay. Now, let me let me speak upon it. Kawhi Leonard on the floor is the best in the NBA. The best when it comes to playing both ends. Just the best. He's the best two-way player. He's the best to get you a stop, get you a bucket guy in the league. Hands up. And all that's great. And he, he's a proven champion, all that other stuff. But when it comes to the load management, the um, the silent the silence that he kind of brings, um, re- really just um, even even like with um, with how they um, they came out with the description of his injury and he didn't like it and he was upset about it, kind of like how he was in San Antonio. I really think there's a lot other things that come with Kawhi Leonard that are just not worth it. Now, obviously on the floor, he's great, but I I really don't know. I really don't know where his heart stands this offseason. I think he resigns in Los Angeles, but I don't know. I don't know what the Clippers really – I don't know what their urgency is going to be because, seriously, there is some – like, I mean, you have him sitting up in the box, not with his team – during, I, I, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, it's son, but I, I don't know. I really don't know anymore with Kawhi Leonard. He's on a four, I think it's, if I'm correct. I know the Kyrie Irving, if I may. Like, it's, I don't, okay. I'm going to, I agree with you in a, from a standpoint. I think he's on, like, a four-year, 140 million, I think. I he can opt out. He can opt out now. He could. And you're saying, like, I agree with you. I I personally, he's a great player. In my opinion, when he's healthy, when he's playing his best basketball, is undoubtedly a top five player in the league. Best two-way player in the league when he's on the floor, easily. Easily. Um, and I agree with you from that standpoint. But I also agree with you from the point where I, I, don't, I don't think the load – like, you know, the Clippers with, you know, how, how much they gave up for guys like Paul George, you know, Five, I think it was five first round picks for Paul George. It was crazy, crazy. And you have Kawhi Leonard here. I mean, I think a, a finals appearance is, you know, like ex, you, you got it has to happen in my opinion. And it could I really happen this year. I really do think if Kawhi Leonard is on the floor of this series, I think it's a totally different series, and maybe the Clippers cut win the whole thing. 
Seriously. Oh, yeah. Because Kawhi Leonard is that good. But it comes to the point where the things that come with Kawhi Leonard almost overshadow the basketball player Kawhi Leonard is. He's not a bad guy by any means. Like I understand. He isn't. He isn't. But there's so much that comes with him because he is a little bit of a strange guy. Say however you want to say it, but he's a little bit odd. He is. I mean, I I like Kawhi Leonard a lot. I mean, he's a quiet guy. He's a bit strange. I don't. After he retired from this league, and you gotta respect the champion. He's a champion. He's won at the highest level. Finals MVPs. I mean. I, I think I just think when he retires, we're never gonna hear of him ever again. But um, that, that I don't know. But I I I'm gonna have to agree with Anthony with on this. I I agree. Like I don't think like all of the load management. He's sitting out for a lot of the time. He's he and like I I feel like he's being a little bit of a baby. You know, with the injury thing. Like you know, he something's always wrong. This in San Antonio as well, where um. They were questioning his quad injury, I believe. Top, you know, some teammates were wondering, you know, because he, he doesn't talk. He doesn't communicate. So what, what you're hearing from the media, they're saying, oh, it's something minor. Like, oh, the doctor's saying, oh, it's something minor. He doesn't speak. So you won't know. So the, I, th- I really just think, like, there's some issues that come with Kawhi Leonard. And even during this year's playoffs where it's just like, losing both games at home, like all these other things. Like the leadership with Kawhi Leonard sometimes is iffy, I feel like as well. But obviously all this being said, he's an unbelievable player. Like he plays both ends to the highest level. Um, But I really don't know what he's even going to do this offseason. Like we're hearing all these random things. The guy does not speak. You, you really don't know. And you don't know when he's gonna play, how he's feeling. He, he doesn't. He doesn't express anything. So it should be really interesting to see. I, I think the Clippers got him because of this Western Conference Finals appearance to re, to you know stay in Los Angeles. But you really don't know. Maybe Golden State comes calling. Maybe um, the Mavericks come calling. In my opinion, I was hearing the I was hearing the Golden State rumors. I mean. Mm-hmm. Imagine him next to Stephen Curry with Clay Thompson. Like, it, it's crazy because, like, he, he left Toronto too. Like, Toronto had it built in for him. Like, I just don't think so. Okay. My, I don't, I know I said I don't, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this segment, but we've, we are unusual today in sports fashion. But well, also, also, time out, time out. We, we got to give Chris Paul the quick shout out for his. 41- okay. Quick shout out, Chris Paul. Quick shout out, D-Book. Quick shout out, my boy, Bro Wattis. Yeah, we're, talking, we're talking so much about Kawhi Leonard yeah, right now. quick shout the, out. The Suns, Suns fans are probably, like, in tears right now. Quick shout like, out. Quick shout out to the Suns. I mean, <laughs> congratulations to you guys. I mean, first finals appearance since the 90s. It was – no one saw it coming. And shout out DeAndre Aiden. Shout out DeAndre Aiden. That's a beast. Who's probably going to get a campaign. Got to give campaign. Campaign, my boy. Um, the whole the whole squad the whole squad ball though. Hey, yeah, whole squad. But back to Kawhi Leonard, you know. Back, sorry, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry son. Back, back back to Kawhi Leonard. Um, I don't even know what I was saying, but the, the whole Toronto thing is weird. So Kawhi Leonard in Toronto, like he, I I saw something online that like he saw a whole finals parade just for him. You know, like people were going crazy, and he just decided to go to LA. Which you know, at the One time, 
the Raptors were ru- heavily, heavily rumored to be training Siakam up for Paul jo- Siakam and whatever else for Paul George and Russell Westbrook, and that would have most likely led to Kawhi Leonard staying. Which would have been very interesting. They obviously kept Siakam. They wanted to hold on to him. That's another thing. So that, that might have played a factor in him leaving, but it, it's all very interesting. And he chose the Clippers too. And you really want I, I think he probably would prefer to be a Laker, but because LeBron was there and AD was there. Yeah, it, it just couldn't really, happen. And, you know, I think he just wanted to stay close to home, you know? Like, he's a Cali kid, a Cali guy. That's why the Golden State rumors start sparking. Because Golden State is relatively close. You're still in the same state of California. You're playing with Steph Curry. Who doesn't want to play with Steph Curry? You're playing if Clay Thompson's healthy, another all-time great shooter. You know, Draymond Green, as much much as his antics and stuff, you know, might bother people. He's going to obviously ball out the defensive end. They'd be be the favorite if you were to go there. So, it really should be interesting. I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of Clippers organization. I don't think they. Um, I I just don't think the Bryce organization. Um, I mean they've been in the Lakers basement for this long. A little bit questionable. A little bit. They're a questionable franchise, but continue. yeah, it's a little. So the first Western Conference Finals appearance ever, or like in 50 years, whatever it was. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll cut the talk on this. We'll get to the finals. But yeah, we'll we'll see if Kawhi Leonard. Everything's quiet with this guy. Um, got a question if it's worth it. But the Suns win the series. I mean, congrats, congrats to the Suns once again. I know, I know, we kind of you know talk too much about Kawhi Leonard, but the Suns did it. And Chris Paul specifically, that Game Six in LA was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, uh, I best. In my opinion, the best performance of his career. In my opinion, oh, forty. What was it like? Forty-one and forty-one seven points. Yeah, f- filthy, absolutely disgusting from Chris Paul. Oh yeah. But Anthony, you know what time it is? Finals. Actually, it's about time. It's about to start. It's right about now. time. It's nine oh one p.m. Eastern time. That means the NBA finals have tipped off, and here we go: the Suns versus the Bucks. Mm-hmm. We've all wanted this. This is the fans' final. Maybe yeah. someone wanted the Lakers and the Nets, which me and Anthony initially, initially, I can't talk, predicted. Yeah. Lakers yeah. and the Nets. We, 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 did, we didn't get that. And I'm, and I'm glad we didn't get that. Exactly. This is one of the best, most exciting finals from the standpoint of both teams are, they built it through the draft. and. Okay, the yada, 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 yada. Let's get to the picks, Anthony. All right. I'm just, yeah, okay. I'm just kind of we got this Giannis info now. Uh, got this Giannis info. Game one, he's back. He's going to play. But I have a bad feeling, Anthony. Why do I feel like something's going to happen? Do, do you think this is rushed back? He's looking good in the pregame warm-ups. I mean. I think he'll be fine because he there, there is no ligament damage. And there, I was, there wasn't. And I – and they. There was, I, I guarantee there's like a lot of pressure on the team doctors, maybe to like, you know, put him in. But, you know, all in all, he's playing. Yeah, they were pretty caught. I really think that they were cautious with this. I, at least I hope, because that's what he deserves. Now, for the pick, I, for the pick, it's interesting. I think, I think you, this might be shocking. I think the Suns match up well against the Bucks. Okay. You got Chris Paul. Who's a, another great two-way guard going up against a great two-way guard in Drew Holiday? 
And I think Chris Paul takes the edge there. Mm-hmm. And then at the shooting guard position, you got Middleton and D-Book. I think D-Book takes the edge there. But then it, it comes down to who's going to guard this guy, Giannis. That's where DeAndre Aiden, I know they're not the same position, but he's going to have to step up a little bit, DeAndre Aiden, and whoever's playing at the four. So, Crowder. That, yeah, well, okay. In that case, the boxer. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, Crowder, Crowder is so, just, just for the viewers, Crowder is one of the most sorry players in this league. Bro. Uh, <laughs> guys, like, this, guy, this guy is terrible. Oh, Jay Crowder slander. Jay Crowder slander. Oh, my. One of my least favorite players in this league, Jay Crowder. Even the name. Even the name, Jay Crowder. Total disappointment. Waste, waste of a roster spot. Surprised the Phoenix Suns even took him on their books. I mean, he's pretty. He's pretty annoying, if I might say. But he's, that's he's quite annoying. More bricks than makes. Anthony, can you stop it? We're trying to get to the picks here. All right. So, what's your pick? What's your pick? Let's hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for. Can I get a drum roll, Anthony? The Phoenix Suns will be the 2021 NBA champions, and they will defeat the Milwaukee Bucks in seven games. Okay. All right, home court. The Phoenix Suns will win the NBA championship just like they did the NBA City Jersey competition with Anthony. So if you haven't heard that episode, go listen to that. It's It's a good one. Now, Anthony, what is your pick? Would you like a drum roll or no drum roll? No drama. Like, I, I think the audience knows how um, how important this pick is. Like this, this could shape this could shape it what actually happens. But okay, Anthony. Okay. Wow. See, I was telling JP, I was torn because, like, I am a fan of both of these teams. Like, I, I can't, I can't. Like, I'll be happy for whoever wins, but I'll be sad for whoever loses. So it's really it's like a win lose. So, Anthony, it's not who you want to win; it's who you think is gonna win. Yeah, I know, but, so, but that, that affects the heart. The heart. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the heart. I, I'm a. I like Giannis a lot, but I also like D Book a lot. I also like yeah. Chris Middleton, but do I want Chris Paul to win his first ring? Ah, I'm rooting for the Suns, yeah. and I think the so, Suns are gonna win. But go ahead, the Anthony. Pick. The, the pick. The pick. This is what we all yeah, win. The, the pick. pick. Oh my gosh, just gonna break some people's heart. I, I got, I got the Bucks and six. Oh, the six! Oh my! Drum roll! Do it! I hate to do it to the Suns. I really do. I love Booker. I love and Chris. Chris Paul might as well retire after this series if they lose. Because Chris. seriously, seriously, in like that. six, the Bucks in six. Explain. It, it, hurt, it, hurt, it hurts me to do this. After all these, okay, after all this time, Chris Paul is here. They're all the love, the flowers. Just it, it, God, he might as well retire after this if they lose. But um, yeah, that's the pick. I think Middleton's playing at a high level. I think Giannis will play well. Drew Holiday will play well. Just kind of feels like the Bucks here. Everything's kind of fallen into their place to make this run. Um, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that that was painful because in six, in six, two, Anthony. Seriously, Chris Chris Paul is gonna be just like Charles Barkley without a ring. Wow, that that's not that's nice. Pick. Um, the only thing that concerns me about the Bucks is that they're a little bit of a stupid team. I think the Suns are smarter. 
Okay, that, that's one thing that leaned me in the Suns' direction. I think Monty yeah. Williams is a better coach. Than- I, think, I think the Bucks have a little bit better of a roster. Okay. A little bit, like, because I think you could put Drew Holiday on either Middleton or Chris Paul defensively that can offer problems. Middleton's a pretty good defender. P.J. Tucker can defend at a high level. Obviously, Giannis. I think that they're built to win the series. Um. In the, in the words of Charles Barkley, I got the Bucks win the world championship, and that's my pick. My pick. Wow. Well, there you have it. I got the Suns. AB has the Bucks. The Bucks and six. The Bucks. And, and we got to get them to watch the game. Yeah, yeah. We, we got to wrap this up, everybody. Uh, I think tip-off already occurred, but that's yeah. going to do it. For this episode today in sports, Anthony, my guy, thank you so much for coming on once again. And we will see you next time on Today in Sports. Thank you, everybody. Mm-hmm.